0: Morning, officer. Maybe this is the pot calling the kettle black. This guy thinks he's a genius and he's a moron. <laughs> oh, oh, this is live. Think of like the dumbest cave troll let you know. You looked right at me when you said that. You're not the dumbest. Here are the facts as I see them. October 16th, 2022, from the confines of a trailer in southwest Florida that's on high enough ground to stay out of the water... Welcome to the Bandit Radio Hour. I am sitting here with my co-producer, Merce, as always. Sound off, Merce. Howdy, howdy. I hope everyone's doing fine tonight, or today, or this morning, or whatever the hell it is. It's nighttime here. I'm sleepy, but we're giving it to you. These are, honestly, tend to be, like, better episodes, because I think I'm... It's almost like I'm a little drunk on how tired I am, and it makes the thought process a little bit more loosey-goosey. We're going to get some fun stuff tonight, because, uh... Uh, I mean, up on the ticker right away. Let's get it out of the way. Merce, uh, stock report. Bad! Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> nothing, nothing. Like we. Everything's let,
1: on fire. I want
0: y'all to know every episode we've gotten together, like me and Merce sit here and like we, we just c- talk a little bit about what we're going to talk about, uh, maybe make a rough outline. Like the past four episodes, I've been like, he pays attention to stocks a lot more than I do. And I'm like, so Merce, what's like new economics that we could talk about? He's like, it's just, it's just all getting worse. It's just all, it's the same thing, but more of it. For the love
1: of God, listen more because I'm so broke.
0: Come on, housing market just crash. Just daddy, daddy really needs building material on property. It'd be nice if I wasn't paying like $500 for a two by four or whatever it is. I don't even know. Um, so yeah, financials are bad. Uh, Wanted to get that out of the way. But we're going to get into some of our uh, more personal current events. Merce, what, what's been new with you this week? Same question as always. I almost blew myself up today. Oh, yeah, dude. You're missing your leg hair. <laughs> That's all I know about this story. So this is fr- just as fresh to me as it is to you folks. Do tell.
1: Okay. Oh, so, hey, hang
0: on. Hang on. I'm sorry. I know I'm uh, talking Sally all the time. But uh can I guess? Yes. All right. All right. You're missing your leg hair. Both legs or one leg?
1: Mainly one.
0: Mainly one, so a little bit of the other. Yes. So that means you were standing sideways towards it, with one leg more towards the fire. Yes. All right. Was it? I'm gonna ask for one hint. Was it an explosion, or, to a degree, or was it like a a uh, a flame just spreading quickly?
1: Both. Okay. All right.
0: <laughs> Did you light trash on fire that was a, that was covered in gasoline?
1: Uh, the no, it wasn't trash, but yeah.
0: that b- Debris? Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay, force or hurricane debris. Yeah, no, all so right. you know
1: that pile that I've been pissed off <laughs> will not burn for the last two oh, weeks? Oh, yeah, yeah. I finally was like, you know what, I'm going to try it. So I went and got like a bunch of uh, like lighter fluid and got it going pretty ge- good and it still went out. I was like, all right, I'm bringing out the big guns. I'm going to go get yeah, my hey, gasoline. Hey, I
0: got to ask, how long did you let it like soak on it before you let it on fire? too long <laughs> wait the gas or the lighter fluid The gas okay
1: because normally when you throw gas on it you want to light it right away before all the vapors can really billow out sure well anyways so i'll want, take your word for so it I, got, I just i went and grabbed gas and like just junk some gas on it not a lot and then i was like oh what have i done
0: with my lighter hey oh hey oh very important question what kind of gas can were you using an old metal jerry can it's good the way it <laughs> should be damn it the- Anarchist jerry can. So I
1: threw it on there and I set the gas can off. And then I can't find the lighter. And then it does cross my mind. It's like, oh, there's no breeze. I guarantee it's going to go woof when it starts. So, like, so I'm looking around trying to find something to light it with to throw in there. A torch. And I can't. And I'm just finally like, okay, this is just going to stink. And I try to like get to the very edge, like leaned out precariously. And I turn as I light it and just
0: Whoa! <laughs> it was like en- engulfed
1: Oh, I screamed <laughs> <laughs> like anybody, If anybody was around It was It wasn't We'll just say it wasn't manly. <coughs> yeah And instantaneous Just the smell of burnt hair And my legs are on And I mean Just
0: smooth Oh, and dude You got some red on your leg
1: Yeah, no It's It's like smooth as a baby's butt
0: Dude, I totally like Sherlock Holmes that shit I'm, I'm real happy about that. I'm like, oh One leg's more on fire Than the other That's, Yeah,
1: no, it's I mean, if I could have been a field goal kicker, because my flip flop went clean across the yard as I screamed and ran in circles.
0: Did you know the fictional character Sherlock Holmes was addicted to cocaine? What? Yeah, Sherlock Holmes, the guy that like solves the mysteries with Watson and yeah, stuff he was like. Made up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, but like the author did cocaine. This is the late 1800s. So but... the author was addicted to cocaine. Yeah, and he's like, <laughs> he's like Sherlock Holmes also going to do cocaine. I don't think he ever. I've never read the damn books. I'd be lying if I said I did. I don't think he ever explicitly says cocaine, but he's like, oh, he had to go get some powder real quick, and it's like, uh. Ah. The only what,
1: thing I remember about Sherlock Holmes that annoyed me, well, I know, it's not I guess, Sherlock Holmes in general, but the police station or Detective Scotland Yard. Yeah. Why? Like, like that always just annoyed me. Even like 101 Dalmatians, like call Scotland yeah, Yard, and, and, and it was always like,
0: what? Why the yard? Because supposedly they're like the greatest detectives, but in American media that I've always watched, like they look like a bunch of bumbling idiots. Which, hey. Maybe that's Britain's greatest detectives are a bunch of <laughs> bumbling idiots. Except Sherlock. That dude's badass. I saw Robert Downey Jr., the awesome American, play him and kick ass. So, yeah, there we go. Uh, but, no, also, yeah, late 1800s. They're just handing out cocaine for everything. It, it, it was in Coca-Cola. I mean, literally, get the ghost out of your blood. More cocaine opium.
1: But, PSA, if you're going to light a fire, use a minimal use. well, just use any amount of gasoline. Just make sure you either mm. light it really quickly or have something to throw at it or build a fuse. But my grass was too wet. So like, there was still, like, water everywhere. Like, make a fuse with it. So, I just said... That's why I kind of braced for an angle and sacrificed one leg.
0: And I'm going to go ahead and make this okay for YouTube. Don't follow any of the instructions. Don't use gasoline to start fires. Don't do anything like that. We're not giving... This is all hypothetical. We're not giving instructions to people to do anything. Huh. Nope. We're not giving instructions to people to do anything that can come back to bite us in the ass. We're going to be a little bit smarter than that. Just a little bit. But... Most of what Mur said, yeah, yeah, totally. Um, but let me think. Uh, my week. This show is for entertainment purposes only. Only, don't listen. Don't don't listen to shit that we say. Uh... Especially me. <laughs> no, especially him. <laughs> spend l- Listen to some of my theories. Play with them. Don't do any of it.
1: Oh yeah, let's uh... take advice from the guy that lit himself on fire.
0: Yeah. We. Who hasn't been there? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really.
1: It's really I... more common than you think.
0: I've been lit on fire by cow before. Impressive. I mean you know the old time honored country game of throw cow crap at each other. Yeah. But... Uh uh well we, one day we decided to up the stakes and uh, pour sprinkle a little bit of lighter fluid on it and light it on fire and like you know and it's not like wet cow crap it was like an old dry patty and we played like hacky sack. Tried we tried playing hacky which I sucked at in general. Yeah. Uh with the, with the hacky sack. You know the hippie game right, with yeah. hacky. Yeah okay okay. But uh no yeah I remember uh Corey kicked it. To v and V kicked it to me and I actually kicked it and I was proud of him. I did like the little sideways soccer kick with the side of my like ankle. Half
1: yoga pose.
0: Dude yes yeah, yeah 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 the Mortal Kombat Shaolin monk like, like sideways yeah I kick it and I'm proud because it goes like off of my foot that's like at my knee level and it goes straight up in the air and as I'm leaning back away from it as I'm seeing it kind of coming an arc closer to me and at the time, I have hair down to my shoulders. Uh, it just lands—it lands, lands flame side down on part of my face and my hair. <laughs> As i <I'm> fu- <laughs> and here's the thing: if I just would have stayed perfectly still, this, this would have just.
1: You still had long hair. Yeah, yeah. This is
0: where I still <laughs> had long hair. Yeah, I got hair down to my shoulders at this time in high school. Uh, like, if I just would have stayed perfectly still, like a like a board, it would have hit me in the head, fallen off, and maybe burned a hair or two. But since I tried doing some Matrix, Keanu Reeves horse shit of trying to dodge this... I
1: thought it was cow shit.
0: But yes. Yeah, damn you. Uh, it just ends up kind of falling with my head. And then I land on the ground. It lands on my head. It burns. I get it off and I roll away. And there was absolutely no alcohol involved in that situation at all. But that... Yeah, there, there was. In quite- reality,
1: we all should have had a lot more injuries than we did growing up. You remember, like, just shooting fireworks at each other at
0: your lake house? Oh, we used to have firework wars. Yeah, like, one,
1: like we would just have a full-on... L-
0: Don't do it, people. <laughs> do not do any of this. But... This is
1: all to learn what not to
0: do. Yes, it's all very life instructional things. But, no, dude, like, literally, we used to get knee boards. Like, there was two docks going out on the lake, like, like what, they go up 50 yards, Merce? Yeah. Something like that. And, like, one team's on one dock, the other team's on the other dock. And we just shoot Roman candles, bottle rockets, mortars. Literally, people are lighting mortars and throwing them and burning their hands up. Uh, and then you also got the, the the special forces agents that like get M80s and jump in the water and swim underneath. And it looks like Saving Private Ryan with snipers. B- b- bottle, rockets. bottle rockets get blown up in the water around you. <laughs> get underneath their dock, Throw M80s up there that are lit and blow them up. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. You're having
1: flashbacks.
0: But having see, PTSD. There's this neat, like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna get on some abstract stuff here for a second. I heard this really uh, screwball theory, but it was fun to play with about like you being alive right now is just the universe where you happen to live this long, and in like every other universe, every little thing that could have killed you did in some kind of way. And that's where it splits off. Yeah, today's
1: my new personal best.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm (laughs) still kicking. And there's been like, I'm not going to get into the details. I think I have before, but yeah, witness across from me. How many times should I have died? Oh,
1: I mean, I've been in a truck with you (laughs) and barrel rolled across the pasture. Yeah,
0: and he didn't spill his beer. (laughs) Not one drop. It was a miracle. Um, We are very reckless.
1: Gyroscopic wrist.
0: Yes. Uh, but, uh, so that was, uh, yeah, you were playing with fire. Uh, what else happened this week?
1: Uh, studied. Oh yeah.
0: You're going to be a lawyer boy.
1: uh, uh, Maybe. (laughs) I just, I,
0: I tried to talk shit. Uh, but so, all right. Give me the details of this test. So, like you were telling me, it's like an online test, right? To apply well, for law school.
1: Kind of. Well, the, the, the test used to be you just go in a room, a bunch of people will take the test. Now it's
0: something like an SAT, but for lawyers. Yeah,
1: basically. And it's got nothing to do with law. It's a bunch right. of like word games <coughs> and reading comprehensions of just like some random stuff. But yeah, it's online through a tester. There's like, I can't see her, but some lady just watched me take the whole test through like a webcam and like randomly talked to me, which I just thought was weird.
0: What'd you say? It's,
1: just, like, about the test rules, you know, I'd have my phone, I'd be, like, like that, like, look at my Oh, okay, and, and you'd, like, just have yeah, to respond. Like they're, they're proctoring. But yeah. I was like, man, what, how, backwards, they're, how they're, backwards is
0: this? They're what?
1: Proc- proctoring is what they call it, like, when
0: they're, like, administering the exam, exam to you. It's All right, that. Mr. $10 words.
1: Yeah, but, no, I, I thought, I was like, how backwards is this? I just paid $200 to have some lady in a webcam watch me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> only fans, hell no, this is only service.
1: Yeah, I was like, what? I'm doing this all wrong.
0: The part that blew my mind though, like you're taking this online test and you won't know your grades for like three weeks.
1: Yeah. When you do any of the practice tests, you know, instantly, but it's yeah.
0: What a racket.
1: Well, that's because within three weeks, it'll be after the time to register for the next test. So you already have to register. before. What
0: a racket. So I've
1: already paid to take the next test in case I didn't do good on this one. So
0: dude, uh, all right. To my uh, lefty friends that I like, and especially the smart ones, uh, here's my here, here's like one clear example to me of like I, I love lefty language when they're talking about monopolies taking over, and like I think they're right on a lot of it. But it's like when you have like, and I'm not talking about lefties that aren't advocating for state-run stuff. But when you have state-run stuff like universities, I mean, you want to talk about a monopoly on becoming a lawyer and getting the certification. I'm not saying there shouldn't be standards or, uh, you know, I'm not saying that, uh, but dude, what a racket.
1: Yeah. It cost me $200 and I did everything myself other than the lady watching me and reading me the instructions. Dude. Like I had to show like all, I had to have my scratch paper show, right? Like I had to show everything. I had to like do my ID and.
0: Now I got a question. Is this just because of the college you're picking or is this just to No, a...
1: see, this is its own thing. It's called like the law student academic, it's L-S-A-C. So, before you can even apply to a law school, you've got to do everything through this agency.
0: You have to. There's yeah, no other... Tran-
1: yeah, I can't I can't just go directly to the law school. Like, I can't say if I want to go to the University of Florida again. I can't just be like, yes, here's my application. No. I have to send all my transcripts and everything to this law s- school s- stuff. My scores all go through them. And then from there, they send my application. It's all like one big like hub, but it's like
0: all the money flows through them. What? A friggin' racket. That's ridiculous, dude. That, yeah. And I, I'll remind you people, <clears throat> when this country started, this great nation, uh, you didn't have to re- be able to read to become a lawyer. Like, you just had to know, had to be able to memorize the local law. You just and, had to
1: know your rights. Yeah, <laughs>
0: and not let them take your job. <laughs> uh, but, no, so, dude, that's why. You were, you were telling me a little bit about that, but the more detail you get into, that's, ah. Uh,
1: Yeah, no, it's definitely kind of a weird, weird process to get through
0: and get there. No wonder lawyers are heartless bastards. Um,
1: They got their souls ripped out to get there. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) Um, But, so yeah, so that's you cleaning up and studying. Yep. I I think last week I kind of gave an update on the hurricane cleanup that felt like I was towards the peak of it. Now I think I'm towards the peak of it. But it's, at least it's not like, like we He's had... have crested the mountain. I've, I've really crested the mountain. I think the worst of the work is done because there was... I'm not going to get into vivid detail, but there was some damn disgusting work this week with hurricane cleanup and kind of stuff where it's like two in the afternoon, but I'm like, nope, I got stuff all over me. I don't want all over me and there's holes in my rubber boots and there's holes in my gloves and it seeped in everywhere. I am going home and taking a shower and taking the rest of the day off. That's what I'm doing. And it was... That part was nice. Uh, A shower, uh, electricity, internet, and a shower, all that. Very, very nice. Highly recommend. Uh, Bandit approves. Uh, But in my week, let me think. Besides that, fixing more fence. Uh, A lot more fixing more fence. Running around. It seemed like a lot of this week was running around and working very hard and not getting anything done. And, like, it would seem like on Friday, like, finally three or four of my projects from cleaning up stuff to getting a tractor running to other, like, they all worked together and I was able to get stuff done. The other thing, I got my daughter back. She'd been at her mom's during this whole crisis and got her back. Now that we're in the full swing of things, she starts school tomorrow. And, uh, first night back, and we're going to watch a movie. And she was like, she's like, all right, what movie are we going to watch? I'm like, ah, I remind y'all, she's an eight-year-old girl. I'm like, it's one of my all-time favorites, and you might like it, you might hate it, uh, but I know a lot of girls don't like it. It's, oh, brother, where art thou? Mm. And let me tell you, I haven't seen that since high, like, I haven't sat down and watched the whole thing since high school. It's such a good movie. That's such a heartwarming movie, and uh, she, I'm happy at the end of it, she said, it's not my favorite movie, but I like it i like, I'll take that. I'll, I'll take that from an eight-year-old that a lot of it goes over her head.
1: I feel like this movie's got a lot of inspiration for what we're doing.
0: Yeah. Not the bad parts, though. <laughs> I just realized, well, hang on, isn't the KKK in that movie? No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> not that inspiration. I
1: thought you were talking into a can. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, that part. At <laughs> Papio Daniel's flower hour. Yeah. Yeah, that part's inspirational. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. My mind immediately went to the worst part of the movie. They all like die. That that was cool because they are assholes. Uh, but
1: I'm still a dapper Dan, man. I'm,
0: the KKK just always seems so damn silly to me. Like to terrorize like literal terrorists. Like sure, yes, given, absolutely. And, like inflicted, but how silly to wear bed sheets and to dance around a burning cross. Like don't dress up. Yeah, like, literally, literally, like, they were LARPing. They were, and killing people, like, horribly while they're LARPing. But mostly LARPing, like, and that's a fag thing to do. We don't approve. Uh,
1: Why white? It stains so easy if you're doing heinous things.
0: Jackasses. Hey, hey, the best, the the best ever take on the KKK was, did you ever see, uh, was it Django Unchained? My Uh, eye My my wife spent all night working on these. And, like, dude, that to me, I'm like, that would be like a real conversation of back then, like that. That was genius. But anyways, old brother, all right now, uh, it's such a genius movie, it, for being like it's based in the twenties during the depression.
1: Yeah.
0: And do uh, uh, you know what it's also based on? Homer's Odyssey. Yeah, I think I've nerded out the merciless a couple of times. And like, if y'all ever read the, well, it's o- like
1: the sirens and all throughout. The, the
0: sirens, the cyclops, the. In the Odyssey, they get turned into a pig. and In this movie, they get turned into a toad. My daughter lost her her shit when that part happened. Uh, But, yeah, we did that. uh, And besides that, cleaning up a little bit for relatives and running around going crazy. And and finally, like, starting to clean up my mom's house, like, in a good good way. Because... Like, like the cowboys from North Carolina said, whenever you got a ranch to run, like your house is... You make sure you got water and food, but then you got to go make sure livestock stay inside fences and all that jazz. Um, but yeah, that's that has been our current up-to-date personal life matters. Um, besides getting an unusual amount of listeners from Saudi Arabia still, which I don't know what to make of.
1: Hey, they helped Ukraine at least. They told Biden to piss off, but...
0: I I was going to ask if that is helping Ukraine, but at this point, who really knows if you're if you're altering the course of nukes from going off at this well, point? Well, no, I
1: saw. Well, Biden made the comment that you know, because when they turn off the, the gas, that yeah. that they're uh, they're siding with Russia. So Saudi Arabia's reply was like, "Nope." Here's a list of Biden basically wanting us just to hold off until after the election.
0: And then oh, two on
1: top of it, we're sending four hundred million to Ukraine to show that we're on, we're helping. Oh really? I didn't. Like, they like doubled down and made Biden look like an idiot twice.
0: Saudis are smart, man. Uh, uh, dude, they might be like bloodthirsty savages. Like incredible business people. R- really? Like to- tons of respect. They played all the right cards. They got, they got the United States military in their hip pocket. Like, touche. Yeah. M- much respect. Uh, I don't even know bloodthirsty stuff. That that might have been a little bit strong, but something like that. Yep. Yep. I'll do some wild stuff over there, uh, especially Saudi Arabia. Uh, but no, nope, the thing that I, uh, that I read about Biden's visit, which I guess kind of just goes hand in hand with what you're saying is he was like, uh, Saudi Arabia announced like, oh, we're seeing like, there's a recession coming and there's going to be like a, not as high of a demand on gas. So we're going to like cut down oil production by like a million barrels. And then Biden, I don't know if he visited or if he got on the phone, but he's like, "Listen here, Jack, you're gonna do. What, you're you're gonna listen to us because we're the world's strongest military." What, he didn't really say this, like, "quote." I'm just
1: yeah, because was a coherent sentence.
0: True, very true. <laughs> <laughs> but um, like you know, like, hey, you're gonna do what America says because that's like that's what always happened. And Saudi Arabia is like, newsflash, we're cutting it by two million barrels. Like we're doubling down I since you just doing,
1: like, finger guns. <laughs> they
0: really are, and I'm like, oh, that's uh. The guy that's got to be in charge of Biden must be freaking out. I, I, I just picture an overworked guy, ripped on Adderall, and I'm like a puppet
1: master, and he like slaps himself and Biden yeah. slaps himself at the same time
0: <laughs> while eating ice cream. Uh. All right. In other current events, a Mr. Jones, comma Alex, or AKA Alex Jones. Uh, <clears throat> y'all might have saw where his trial just got over. And uh, Merce, how much does he owe to the families of Sandy Hook?
1: 965 million. Yeah. I, I, th- I don't know why I know that exact number off uh, top of head. I thought it
0: was 956,
1: so... Oh, okay. Well, I'm, I, I'm really starting to think I'm dyslexic. I'm You're catching a lot my, of things. I'm catching myself do, like, numbers completely
0: backwards. I'm not dyslexic with numbers. I, I can't say that word. But, like... I notice with sentences, I'm a little dyslexic. Like I'll put, it's odd. Instead of saying one complete sentence, I'll put like half of it and switch them around and put a comma in the middle of it.
1: I was literally at the post office the other day and I had the numbers reversed in like the zip code on like two different packages, the same exact zip code. I had the numbers flip flop back and forth and I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe there's something
0: SMH, SMH. Um, Anyways, (laughs) uh, Alex Jones. Yeah. He had to pay a lot of damn money for, uh, saying some wild shit. Uh, And let me say that, like, he did... All right. Me and Mercer were talking a little bit about this before the show. Alex Jones was right about some insanely crazy stuff, like from what was going on in the Caribbean with Jeffrey Epstein on some island down there to uh, The, the Grove. Bohemian Grove to a lot of, like... You know, I'm not really certain how much of a truther he was on 9 11. I think he was pretty hardcore that, like, the government did it. If I remember, if I'm remembering correctly, to back then, I'm pretty sure that was his stance. Eh, I don't know how far that rabbit hole I even. I, I know there's something, there's some funny stuff about 9 11 that's awful odd, but I just don't know what to make of it.
1: I wouldn't say 9 11 was funny. <laughs>
0: All right, not ha ha funny, like weird funny. We already had an episode called "I'm Racist," so why the hell not roll the dice? Um, but no, so like that aside, like he was really good about like oh this war that in Iraq we're about to engage in, like it's, and yelling. He's very good at yelling. <laughs> very. I, I'm too tired to channel Man or Alex Jones tonight. I feel like if I would burst it out, I'd I'd mess it up. We'll see, maybe later. But, uh, no, he was like, this is all a lie, and yada, yada. I, I got the documents to prove it. That was that was a lot of his <laughs> stuff. But he would also make stretches on things with the same confidence, like, on the stuff he was right on. He'd have the same confidence on things he was wrong on. And one of them, saying Sandy Hook, was a bunch of crisis actors. And he did not, from what I understand... He did not encourage his listeners to do this. His listeners did, like, crazy shit, like, running up to the parents whose kids got murdered. and Like, you don't really have a kid. You're a CIA plant, and this is all made up. And it's like, ooh, buddy. <laughs> like, ooh, buddy. That's a...
1: Wee-woo.
0: <laughs> don't, don't get me wrong. I like Mr. Alex Stein 99 and confrontational uh, uh, journalism. Yeah, but... No,
1: it was terrible. I will say, though, but I do remember seeing, like, the comparison videos were, like... Oh, this person's been in multiple... I don't know.
0: Here's my thing. I think it really
1: happened, but I do think they had some actors for talking heads.
0: I I think all the events
1: happened, but I think who they had talk about it, maybe were some people they had.
0: I I think I heard Dave Smith say this one time, and I feel like that's like the quote of this damn show. I say too much, but he's got a lot of great points. An extraordinary claim requires extraordinary evidence. So that's why, like, with my conspiracy theories, I'll entertain about any conspiracy theory. Hell, Donald Trump being a Russian asset—as crazy as that sounds to me—I love to just sit here in my brain. But mine and go, is
1: that evil grimace is behind everything.
0: Okay, we're gonna get into that in a second. <laughs> I really want to hear this out because he sent me a message about it, and I was like, "All right, let's let's rip it and listen to it." But um, no, so like, I like playing with any of them, but when you're when you're somebody of influence and you have people listening to you and they tend to be a little nutty like Alex Jones listeners, I think you can say these insane things if you back it up with credible evidence instead of just keep on repeating, I've got the documents and I remember it because my father was a CIA confidential informant back in the 60s and they they had protocol down at the Air Force bases. He saw aliens, might have had sex with five of them, I don't know seems like half of his like sources or something along those lines. Sex life is out of this world. You know what? That's a thought I've never had. I'm sure that is some odd stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Wow. I didn't want to picture that because he's kind of an overweight fellow, but now it's etched in my brain forever. Thanks, Merce. Um, ow, my eyes. Uh, but no, so saying all that, like with Sandy Hook, with Alex Jones, I think you can point to inconsistencies in the media, and you can point out, like, I believe it's very valid to go, like, hey, why are they covering it this way? Why are they? Was that the one, was Sandy Hook the one that had the, like, really insane uh, autopsy guy? Do you remember that? Not really. <clears throat> I can't remember if it was Sandy Hook. It was one of these horrible school shootings. But the... I'm confusing it with something else. I remember press coverage of the guy giving an autopsy on somebody, and like he made no sense with what he was saying.
1: Hey, he died from air. (laughs)
0: No, no, it was like he was saying. It was something. I can remember how this guy looked. He was bald. He was wearing scrubs. He had a little dumb gray black goatee and had glasses. And he... You kind of remember who I Why I'm...
1: does that
0: sound... Uh, and he's going, like, I think the claim was, he was like, well, you can tell, obviously, these were AR-15 rounds that just devastated it. It's like, hey, on, this guy had... L-, and I'm not saying this is Sandy Hook. I'm just saying what I remember of a certain certain event somewhere. It's like he was misclassifying the caliber rounds and how many people died or something. And if it's like...
1: Well, as unfortunate as it sounds, it kind of run together. Really? Like, I I think that's what
0: my... Like, if, hypothetically speaking, if what I'm talking about was associated with Sandy Hook, and Alex Jones went like, hey, this one thing about this is very odd, and here's my evidence. Look, here's what the guy's saying. Here's what was actually used. I think that's a very rational way to go about building evidence or discrediting it on conspiracy theories. Uh. Alex Jones just shoots from the hip and see what sticks. And sometimes, like I said, like that's when you get crazy people showing up to funerals, protesting and stuff. Okay.
1: Uh, with with that being said, do you think the punishment then is justified?
0: Hell no. That is insane. Like, like I. That's why I wanted to really build this case, like, as what almost a billion dollars in Doctor Evil money, like. It, it, that's insane. and we all, everybody knows it's to, to shut him up and make him go away because of this, because of the stuff he was right about. Now, do I think some damages should have been paid? I, I really don't know. Cause it should it, be
1: like civil though.
0: It should be something. It shouldn't be this. And like my new favorite pop rapper said the other day. Yeah, pop rap artist. Uh, she's not new. She's from when I was in high school. She was MIA. She sang the real fun song, "Paper Planes." Oh, yeah, okay. It took me a minute. Yeah, she is MIA. Uh, I don't even know what the hell her real name is. I knew I liked that song. Uh, all I want to do is pow, 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 and yeah. take your money. Yeah, "Paper Planes." That was it. That was it. Uh, so she came out with a tweet, and God bless her soul. I love seeing this. Uh, she she tweeted. If Alex Jones has to pay this much for misleading, like, somebody about a media case, how much should all the celebrities have to pay for endorsing the vaccines? And, dude, like, it's it's one thing alone for a formerly sort of famous pop star to do that. Maybe she's clinging to fame or stirring up some controversy to draw attention to her name. But that wasn't even the good part. The good part was opening them replies. And seeing all these damn blue check marks and all of the, like, even Elijah Wood. Little, little ass Frodo and the scariest guy ever in Sin City. The Hobbit. The Hobbit, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, what do you mean? And then you just see, like, a thousand comments. Of Don't like,
1: attack my Shia. Like,
0: yeah, uh, dude. And and I guess we'll get into a little bit of the uh, that talk. Dude, what were those trials, like, two weeks ago with the, the Pfizer executives? So, yeah, we just went ahead and looked that up. Uh, no, it wasn't two weeks ago. It was four days ago. And it was, uh, what, the Pfizer scientists were... Uh,
1: the, top executive.
0: the top executives. The top executives were being held at a, dipl- a parliamentary meeting of the European Union. Is it the European Union?
1: It's, it doesn't really matter what It's it. a
0: bunch of legislators in Europe meeting up. And I want to say this. Um, Merce thought the guy was English. I and mean, hearing him a little bit, I'm like, that's a Dutch guy. And turns out I was right. I can't even tell you which country the Dutch is, but I know the Dutch when I sound the, when I hear the Dutch. When I sound the Dutch. Yeah, you hear the
1: wood shoes coming.
0: That should be the name of a novel, The Sound of the Dutch. But, um, all right, hey, we're going to play a little bit of you uh, this for you. And uh, this is just what came out four days ago uh, from them talking. The guy, uh, you're going to hear two people. The, the guy is the legislator uh, asking the woman who's a Pfizer exec, I don't know if she's an executive or a scientist. Um, I don't know, she represents them. Uh, Anyways, give her a listen. Her name's Jay Small. Was the Pfizer COVID vaccine
1: tested on stopping the transmission of the virus before it entered the market? If not, please say it
0: clearly. If yes, are you willing to share the data with this committee? And I really want a straight answer. Yes or no, and I'm looking forward to it. Thank you very much. All right, but before she I let her answer, I'm just gonna kind of Americanfy his uh, question. So what he pretty much says is, before they released the vaccine, did Pfizer actually test it in preventing the disease? Like did they actually put the disease with the vaccine and make sure it got rid- prevented it from spreading? So that, and he said, I want a plain answer, yes or no. Did y'all test this? And if y'all did, can we see the results? It
1: sounds like she was already dancing around a lot at the beginning. It
0: really does. Yeah, He's like, can we see the results of y'all's test? And if you didn't, you know, tell us why. And here is her answer. Um, regarding the question around, um, did we know about stopping humanization before um, it's entered the market? No. Uh, these um you know, we had to really move at the speed of science to really understand oh, the what was place in the market. And from that point of view, we had to do everything at risk. So her answer was no. They did not test it for that because they had to move at quote the speed of science, unquote. Which like Da, da.
1: And just and science anymore is whatever somebody feels like. So Yeah,
0: n- no, it's not whatever somebody feels like. It's what the establishment says. This is what your money is going to.
1: It's whatever California says.
0: <laughs> oh dude. So yeah, and other news on this subject that this sucks. I'm even scared to... I'm not scared, but I- I'm I'm feeling myself tread around the word vaccine. Because I know that'll trigger certain algorithms to go like, no, 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 you. But
1: I don't, I don't know what else to call it.
0: Yeah, but to, in other vaccine news, so I'm just I'm being straight up with everybody. If y'all hear me stutter, stepping around it, but screw that part of my brain. We're going full turkey. Um, in other vaccine news, what the hell's happening in California, Mers? That's more horrifying than everything else we've been hearing about California our whole life.
1: I guess I guess illegal would be the right term. It is now illegal for a doctor to disagree with a politician.
0: Now, I'll tell you all this. Mursh sent me this article earlier this week. It was by the New York Post, and I read the headline. and Pretty much what Merce said. Uh, California to make it illegal to disagree with politicians. And, I, and I'm like, oh. all right. They're, somehow they're taking this out of context. Somehow they're like, they're stretching It's like it. a
1: Babylon Bee. Yeah,
0: not that bad. But like, it's the New York Post. Come on, they're the New York post. So <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I remember like seeing them in circle K's growing up and little gas stations and
1: the checkout Dixie... and
0: it wouldn't say like little kid found an alien that he's plans to marry when he's 18, but it was like two steps short of that. And, uh, so I see the headline, I go, all right, this, this can't be that damn insane. I, I'm going to, I'm going to open the article. I'm going to be a responsible citizen and I'm going to check the facts. And I'm going to dig into the source and, uh, I'm going to pull up a quote from that source right here from the New York Post. Quote, Gavin Newsom recently signed California Assembly Bill 2098, making it the first state to attempt to censor what physicians can say about COVID-19 to their patient. The article continues. The statute instructs that, quote, it shall constitute unprofessional conduct For a physician and surgeon to disseminate misinformation or disinformation related to COVID-19, including false or misleading information regarding the nature and risk of the virus, its prevention and treatment, and the development, safety, and effectiveness of COVID-19 vaccines. Unquote. Unquote of the actual article quote. God, how do I got to study how to... Say quotes and not quotes. Anyways, y'all are along for the ride with the bandit. Uh, The article goes on to say that California law requires the Medical Board of California to take action up to and including license revocation against any licensed physician charged with unprofessional conduct. So, like, literally, they're they're saying, if you as a physician talk about the virus... If you spread misinformation or disinformation, which I do not understand the difference in those two.
1: Whatever they classify it as. Yeah.
0: About not only the virus, but treatments for it. And anything about the vaccine that does not go along with the government protocol. You can lose your license. Like, dude, how many stories did you hear about doctors that were like, pro not not even like anti-COVID vaccine who were like, "Ah, maybe you shouldn't take it. Like you, you've, cause of, cause you might be allergic to this thing or that thing or what, you know? And it's like, dude,
1: I'm thinking they did it more because of what's liable to start coming out. They're like, Oh, you're having heart problems probably. And they're not going to allow doctors to make that mm-hmm. connection,
0: man. I'm, I don't know. I I'd really like, uh, I guess we're probably going to have to wait like another year before we actually start seeing some hardcore data on the number of people we going in.
1: I mean people are already dropping like flies.
0: So it w- I mean it seems that way given like but we got to kind of remember in our corner of the internet things can seem more so than others. Like we might my my honest opinion of like the myocarditis and stuff like that is that the amount of it that you and I are probably exposed to is probably more than it is, but on the other side of the spectrum what they're exposed to like our Political opponents, though, on that. I just keep seeing like
1: young athletes that are just dropping dead.
0: I haven't seen it in a in a little while, but here's here's what I'm getting at. I'm really waiting to see like the what are they like death statistics they do every single year on how different people die in different ways, and I want to see like chest and stuff of five years ago, and I want to start seeing it of these past two years and see what the the difference is.
1: And Have you noticed the flu's back? Yeah. <laughs> I saw the I saw the advertising. CVS they're advertising the flu shot and now recommending your booster and your flu shot all in once. Double whammy.
0: Dude. Duh. No thanks. I'm good. Do what you want. Hey, it, it's your body. If someone wants to get all these, like God bless you, knock yourself out. Yeah, I, I don't think care you're if you wild. get
1: it or don't. That's on yep.
0: you. But yep. Do you make me get it? That that's where we start having problems. Uh. And you know what? Speaking of, like, uh, authoritarian regimes, like, influencing their political will across different borders. uh, Have y'all seen these damn Chinese police stations in New York? (laughs) Like, all right, uh, different subject we're jumping on to now. Catch on to the train, boys. We're going. Uh, Yeah, no, uh, there are now in New York City. Oh, so I, I read the article you sent me.
1: Apparently, they've gotten scattered around the world, too, Well, but. Yeah,
0: they're around the world, but they're also finding them in the United States. And what it seemed like was like a... You know, like you go to like... There's Chinatowns in New York and L.A. and stuff like that. And like you go to one of these, and what it seemed like it was is like, oh, this is the Chinese People's Community Center. Like this is where we have activities for like, you know, we help Chinese people get loans. And yeah, yeah. And they found out after they failed to do their tax forms. Like after a couple of years, I guess they got investigated and it's like, Oh, this is actually like a police station, a Chinese police station that catches dissenting Chinese citizens that are in the United States and round them up and take them back. And I was like, Oh, that's a very, very crazy. <laughs> that, that, that's what, that's some wild shit. Uh, and dude, I mean to put the shoe on the other foot, that would be like American police going into Mexico and finding Americans that are breaking American laws. Not Mexican laws.
1: Dragging a bunch of drunks out of senior frogs. Yes,
0: yeah. just like, dude, I just want to see a lady boy or two. That's it. But uh I
1: think that's also Asia.
0: <laughs> or Mexico, depending on which poor region you visit. Never been. Nope, nope. You've been to Southeast Asia. That's what
1: I'm saying. They're there. I just didn't think they were in Mexico. You know they're there. No, they're literally signs outside that say, like, you have to say, no lady boy that tells you which ones are safe to go into. We actually went to a Hooters. On April
0: Fool's Day, do they switch the signs?
1: That'd be so bad. (laughs) That would be. We went to a Hooters. There's a Hooters in Bangkok, Thailand. God bless America. We were talking to them, and they were explaining to us, like, don't go there. Are,
0: Are they all Indonesian hookers? Or not hookers, Hooters? Same thing?
1: I don't, I, maybe. But, yeah, they're not, they're not like a bunch of busty blondes walking around. Uh, they're, they're all locals. <laughs> all right, all right. But they're like, and, yeah, they'd be like, yeah, don't go to that one or don't go to that one. And then, sure enough, there's, like, signs that say, no ladyboy here. <laughs> so that's where you go. Frowny face pointing down
0: the road. <laughs> like, <laughs> Sorry, bud. Keep walking. Uh, but, no, so, like, the story about the Chinese police stations, it, it got my gears turning a little bit on uh, – Just China in general. You know, let me get this out first and foremost. Like, their government's one of the most seemingly horrible governments to ever exist. It seems like the worst of capitalism mixed with the worst of communism. State-run communism, at least. uh, To create this god-awful mix. Anything I'd say is just going to be like a Liberty Prime audio quip. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Merce gets happy on the Chinese communists when it comes to fighting them. Like, here's... Here's my thing, and I hear, it seems like I hear the left-wingers freak out about Russia, and I hear the right-wingers freak out about China. And here's my thing. Um, I think all governments are pretty evil, but bar bar minimum, but I think those are particularly bad. But um, specifically in regards to China, Merce, does communism work? No. No, right? No. and here's the thing it that, makes you
1: work but it doesn't
0: work <laughs> no. and when you have especially like alright maybe localized communism I'm not trying to piss off the two communists that actually listen to me uh, but when it like when it comes especially to state run communism and central planning like you know I was seeing crazy shit about the Chinese like 10 years ago or back, back when I was in college how they would build these giant cities and like a couple of weeks or a couple months. Like they'd have this giant city built and they well, they're were, quite
1: industrious and
0: they're supposed to move us like a population there to work at this microprocessing factory, but it screws up. Like someone doesn't account for something cause you're dealing with an entire human population. Well,
1: we're on the subject of China and communism. China is also going into a major recession and depression. Their economy is collapsing. Really? Their money's collapsing. Dude, yeah, like yeah. that. So just, just right there, it's already failing. Like,
0: like it, when I would see that, and even like, like you know, oh no, communism doesn't work. <laughs> As he rubs his nipples. <laughs> but uh, no, like so I would see that back then, and I'd be like, what a gigantic waste of resources! What an incredible waste of construction people and and, and all this industry and all like, and it would turn into a ghost town, like uninhabitable pretty much, or like it would fall apart. And that's
1: like, actually what's kind of started their thing. One of their largest real estate moguls that like, I forget the name of it. That's basically what kind of started the chain reaction defaulted on their loans and stuff from building these massive things. And the government you know, they're not going to bail out because it's, it's put them in a whole like spiral.
0: They can't, they're not going to bail them out, but they've already pretty much taken because, like, here's what I, un, from my very elementary understanding of the Chinese economy like, it's capitalist and we want you to make money. But it's, you know, what right wingers call communism and socialism, I think a lot of the time a more accurate description of it is central planning. It is a central source planning economies. from, And if you actually talk to a really intelligent communist, they'll say, they will correctly say, that's not communism. That's a contradiction. <laughs> just <laughs> what, a communist talking? No, intelligent <laughs> communist. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. Hey, I've, it, when you come across like a communist redneck, there's just things that melt your mind. So I'm sure there's an intelligent one or two out there. Uh, but, so the central planning, like, if if they screw up their own population that bad and like, you know, I, I shared it on Twitter, like they're they're having COVID lockdowns where literally they seal your doors up where you can't leave your house and then fires somehow magically start and people start burning to death. And Did
1: you see the mobile cart in the airport? No. They have like a like if you fail your little test, your, your little COVID monitor, test? Yeah, or like they like check your temperature if you got a high temperature. There's... I saw the video of it. There's... I think it's like little... Like, it's a cart. That's like an enclosed glass case. Four guys in It's haz- almost
0: like a tiny Mobile. Yeah. Okay. Four
1: guys in hazmat suits walk up and just put the Chinese guy in it and then just go wheeling him out of there. Straight
0: airport. up Monsters, Inc. on you. Yeah.
1: Just... Just... Uh, yeah. And
0: What's you 2319! Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Monsters, Inc. Okay. Wow. Good memory. Uh, but... <laughs> no, like... All right. And... and don't we have a lot of our Wall Street executives sold us out to the economy of China? Like, yes. But also, that's because to pay Americans got so ungodly expensive for little things. Um, that's neither here nor there. If they suck, if their government sucks that bad at controlling their population and accounting for the distribution of resources, how bad are they going to suck at invading somebody all the way across the world? Like, I, given, like, I'm not downplaying them. Their population, immense. Like, insanely immense. Like, that's a thing of its own. Um, if Fallout taught me anything, they're good with stealth technology. <laughs> if Fallout taught me anything. We got to build giant robots. <laughs> yeah, that's versus answer. Uh, but, uh, no, uh, like, dude, when you go and you read, like, World War Two about the planning it took on, like, the D-Day invasion. Like, dude, the amount... Ima- Just making sure your people can eat while they're stationed on the front line is, like, an immense task that has ruined armies before. Uh, and, yeah, we have it more modernized where we can ship stuff, but it's still, to, to feed an entire army population is insane. Uh, I don't see them... The, the only way I see them being a threat is by us hollowing ourselves out first, and them coming along and picking up the pieces, and like thriving off of it. Yeah, and I will give them this: at least when they colonize places, they—I think I said it a couple episodes ago—like they invest money in the place, and at least like, hey, we're gonna make it better here at least. And that they, they suck in so many other ways, but at, at least that they're half decent. Um, silver lining. Silver linings. Spear practice. <laughs> But, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's my thoughts on them. However, they do have one tool that is very scary that I don't think they'll use on us. I am more terrified of our government using on us, not just the government, the, the big banks that run it and stuff, uh, which is social credit system. And I hear this, like, thrown around a lot. But, I mean, like, dude, the degree of what it is is like once you say something that is wrong or not approved, you cannot use money anymore.
1: Like Kanye West.
0: That's what I was just freaking getting to. And I I know you saw the meme I shared where it's like Chase Bank uh, discontinued his service as a, as a customer. Like they said, we're refusing your service anymore. We're not providing you service anymore as our customer because you said these awful, terrible things like White Lives Matter, which I, I'll be the first to admit, Yeezy, that's some cringy ass shit. As, as a chalky myself. <laughs> like, I, uh, uh, don't. As a fellow saltine. Yeah, as, uh, don't be a Karen. Uh, but, uh, anyways, like, so that's where Bank of, uh, not Bank of America, J.P. Morgan Chase draws the line. You can't say that. However, Jeffrey Epstein's friends, we're continuing service with you, bunch of freako pedophiles. So, uh,
1: you can touch kids, you just can't.
0: <laughs> you just can't say things that might go against the cathedral, which is what uh uh what the hell's his name? Really smart right-winger coined the the term the cathedral. He goes by the pseudonym Minchus bug, but he Curtis Sharvin. That that's his real name. Curtis. Shar. But yeah, no one's ever heard of him unless like you th- read or you listen to really nerdy podcasts like I do and they read all the books. Uh But he described it as the cathedral, and he said it's this, like, just like back in the day, if you say anything against the Catholic Church or the cathedral,
1: you ended up in the catacombs. You,
0: (laughs) dude, or it's like, at best, you ended up in the catacombs. And now, the cathedral is a mix of private entities and state entities that work together to deliver a religious message to its subjects. Uh, And just, you know, fill in the blank with however you want, right, left, center on that one. Um, and yeah, so he spoke out against the cathedral and he's an influential person. So thus, boop, you got to get axed. Uh, but dude, it's not like here, here's the insane thing. Like we're starting to see it like that social credit thing creep its way in here. I remember listening to Michael Malice talk about North Korea and like, dude, there, how tight they have it under control. It's not just you won't be able to use money anymore. Your sisters and brothers will not be able to, and your descendants, and they will tally the generations, like they have to go three generations before they can even get a chance to be welcomed back into society. And really, it's eugenics. It's them weeding out and hey they might not even call it eugenics but i mean if you just really like think about like this is how you get rid of the part of the population you don't like you make them you put them in a third world spot right next door to the guy in a first world spot and no income inequality isn't my biggest gripe but when it's artificially made like that i'm like oh i'm right there with the poor guy that wants to kick your ass over it like
1: it's like the return of the serfs, basically.
0: P- pretty much. Yes. And you have to be loyal. Whoever is most loyal to the party or the state will get ahead. Yeah.
1: Unless you're like a blessed, with a, like a Lord or up in, up in that group.
0: So guys, I think I need to learn how to farm. Like I know how to like cattle Rick ranch. Ross.
1: Or... Rick Ross is learning. Dude.
0: All right. Merce turned me on to this before the podcast tonight. What, what, where did you find him on YouTube or Instagram? A while back,
1: I found out that, like, you know, you don't hear hear Rick Ross on the radio. The rapper, the the
0: really fat rapper, Rick Ross. Not, not the. Drug dealer in Detroit or Chicago or wherever he was. Now, Rick, we'll talk Rick, about another Rick, time. Rick
1: Ross owns a farm and just like farms in his spare time. Dude, he's so
0: excited about the bull or steer that he got. I still don't know what it is, and he doesn't yeah, he's either. He just found happiness. He's yeah. having
1: his little, little cattle ranch. What, <laughs> did, he,
0: what did he say its name was? Prime it, Angus or
1: well, no. it was yeah Bo- Boss
0: Angus. Boss Angus. And then and then he creates a whole new video the next day. He's like, y'all, I renamed my bull. He talked to me in my dream last night. His name's Thor.
1: <laughs> and then he's like, "See that, Peyton? I'm gonna get some buffalo, and uh, yeah, just just living his best life."
0: Check it out. Do yourself a favor. It, it will make your day brighter. So, one last little tidbit about China. I don't know if um, anybody else called this. it's gonna. <laughs> Sadly, it's going to transition well into our next subject. Uh, what Merce China sent out a message to all of its citizens in the Ukraine. Uh, and what was that message? Get out. Get out now. Return to China or go somewhere else. Uh,
1: Some of them are requesting evacuations.
0: Gee, golly gosh, I wonder why that is. And, oh man, the, the more... I tell you, I will admit, when this first started, I was heavily, naturally heavily skeptical of the... The American narrative, especially like when they sh- shut off all Russian uh, news sources, uh, all that. I was, I was naturally like, my gut instinct was like, our politicians are more than likely misleading us. Yeah, they are rushing to is, put the blame on somebody. They were rushing very hard. Way uh, to go, uh, but <laughs> I did good. Uh, but... The longer this has gone on, I got to tell y'all, I am damn certain they're misleading us. They are. Oh, my goodness. The more it uh, from from their explanations that I hear to like, oh, yeah, we're we're whipping Putin's butt and uh, not, not we, but the Ukrainians are pushing them back and we're going to keep giving Ukraine more money than we spend on ourselves and infrastructure while our economy's burning in the tank. Uh, which is what even Zelensky himself is just pulling up shopping list you said. Yeah. And, yeah, and He's said, basically
1: he's like, oh, we got to have money for this, got to have money for that, and then at the moment just we're just apparently just writing in blank checks.
0: Yeah, and while people are just getting thrown into a hamburger machine. Uh, and my boy Tucker Weighed in on this the other night. Uh, I gotta say, it's, you know, like I I feel like this asterisk is always next to Tucker Carlson. I don't agree with the man on everything. Help. Probably on policies. Me and him would have quite a bit of disagreement. But the sentiment behind what he is saying and the enthusiasm he has. Uh, we're gonna go to our political correspondent, uh, Merce, for that sound bite. Let her rip, Merce. Some
1: uppity foreigner in a t-shirt demanding money for his critical economic needs. We have critical economic needs too, buddy. Who are you, troll? Go away. What? Since when does that guy have a claim on our treasury? So this is the job of people like Sandy Cortez to remind us again to break the spell of hypnosis the U.S. Congress is under. We don't owe this guy anything. Not one thing. Good luck, pal. That's it. And as our economy degrades and our border is gone, that guy's lecturing us with some Christmas list. Like, I want this, that, and I want a bicycle, too. You better
0: send it quick. Really? Up yours, buddy. <laughs> he goes, full South Park Canadian. Up yours, buddy. I'm not your buddy, pal. <laughs> I'm not your friend, guy. I'm uh, not your guy, friend. And, like, don't even know, some of that's peppered with some conservative, some conservatives, conservative conservatism stuff conservative there blah words uh, <laughs> uh, that i like i'm not all super thrilled for but god when i'm seeing tucker carlson say up yours buddy on the most watched cable news show a- and he is resisting this war and then you go and look what happened at Alexandria's Casio Cortez. I know I just butchered her name, but y'all know who I'm talking about. AOC. 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 The bartender from Brooklyn that is now a senator. Is she a senator or a representative? She
1: thinks she is. Yeah,
0: she's one of them. She's, yeah, but, uh, uh, so she was having what it was like her talking to, like her, and enc- it was
1: like a town hall, like yeah, meet, ask questions,
0: yeah, to her constituents. Uh, is you is or is you ain't my constituency, which that's what she was saying. And there were two lefties there who said, We are not your constituency. Uh, no, it's it's quite a powerful video because she's she's in the middle of. Kind I also of,
1: love the fact that almost nobody showed up to listen to her in the first no, place. No, there's
0: like literally there's seats for like 500 people maybe, and there's like 50 there. Uh, to, I don't, that ratio is right, but I don't know how many seats. But no, while she's in the middle of just talking the typical neoliberal crap of, oh, hey, these are the bills I've worked for and the good they've done, and I'm not going to mention any of the horrible harm that they've caused, and we're all going to ignore that, and, and instead of, the instead we're going to use these bullet points right here to just show my highlights. These two lefties in the crowd, I believe they're lefties, I picked this up from the Jimmy Dore show first, and he's a, he's a really smart lefty I like listening to, and he showcased it. They start freaking out and like protesting in the crowd, and I'm gonna to try to remember some of their quotes. They're like, "Hey, we elected you because you were supposed to be different than these other politicians. You were supposed yeah, I to." I
1: liked that they didn't just just scream like they actually used like reason. Yes, in their they u-
0: they argued. Yeah, they didn't just scream like crazy people. They brought up arguments. They said like, "We elected you to be different. You were supposed to be a radical socialist." Like this is from a. I would say this is from a good left-winger's point of view. Like, that's what these guys seem like. They're like, you're supposed to be a good socialist that opposes all the wars, that opposes the military-industrial complex that's poisoning our planet and killing innocent humans and yada, yada, yada. Like, and you have voted for all of this. They're like, I think at one point they even say, like, shut up with your bullshit. And they called her a coward. Called her a coward, called her all kinds of names, and like... Dude, it—the fact that we're seeing Tucker Carlson attack from the right, and we're seeing people like Jimmy Dore attack from the left. We're seeing Tulsi Gabbard leave the Democratic Party. And did I know you didn't watch the Joe Rogan episode I sent you? <laughs> but it, it,
1: you need to do homework?
0: Never. That's not production work. He'll do the hell out of production work, but anytime I'm like, listen to this, we're going to talk about it. Merce's like, ah, you fill me in on the air. I'll figure it out.
1: Give me the spark notes <laughs> and I'll do it live. Yeah,
0: uh, but uh, no. Here's my thing on old, old Milky Momers, Tul- Tulsi Gabbard, uh, the Hawaiian pig roaster. Uh, which if you don't know what I'm talking about, she absolutely roasted that pig, Kamala Harris in the Democratic debates. Ah. Remember that? Like when Kamala was like, I am... So proud of my record of being a Democrat and a prosecuting attorney. And Tulsi Gabbard's like, you threw thousands of people in jail for no reason. (laughs) Like, just melted her to Democrats. And that's why she's vice president instead of ex-presidential nominee. Uh, But no, so Tulsi Gabbard, like, she is leaving the Democratic Party. And how, how she described it on the Joe Rogan experience was, like, pretty much a lot of the social stuff. Is really driving her away. One being the ties to the military industrial complex and the whole Ukraine situation, which I agree with her on. Uh, two is like, and her and Rogan really got deep into like how bonkers the trans issue has gotten, as far as like, and they, I, I really agree with Joe Rogan when he's like, uh, there are clusters of people at different schools of students that are like coming out as trans all at once. And he goes, that's not like, that's more of a social cue. To me than anything. And a lot of discussions like surrounding stuff like that. A lot of social issues.
1: I'm not even going to touch that one with the
0: foot. Yeah, gun. I know. I just saw like <laughs> I saw Merce's eyes dart in about four different directions, and that was the four different filters in his head. <laughs> and it made it the last one. He's like, no, nah, I'm just gonna shelve that. Uh but so no, they got into a lot of that. And I'm seeing a lot of my conservative friends uh who are. Relatively well informed, like chomping at the bits over this. Like, yeah, she's one of us now, or you know, maybe not a, a Republican per se, but she's independent. She's turning on the de- Democrats or whatever. Which part of me says kudos? Uh, you know who picked her for the Young Leader Initiative uh, and Outstanding Young Leaders of the World about eight years ago? I feel like you're gonna say like Soros. Say it with me, everybody. Our favorite organization, the World Economic Forum. Now, I'm kind of responding to a meme I've seen over, but I looked it up. She was like a young global leader for them. Now, this can mean like one of two things. It can mean that she's in bed with these very evil sounding sons of bitches and she is excellent at being uh, controlled opposition. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it, being in bed. <laughs> Wouldn't it be awesome to know that? <laughs> Don't kill me, Hawaiian lady. I'm just speculating. Uh, y'all, are, y'all are mighty people from what I've read. Um, but it's either that, like like she's controlled opposition, or they could have just liked the cut of her jib as a, like, you know, Democrat that served in the war, that was a medic, and they're like, oh, this will be a good person like to support, and it'll make us look good for PR value.
1: Like Dan Crenshaw.
0: No, <laughs> not like Dan, not like Eye patch McCain uh, guy. I'm curious. Did like the, uh, did, did the United Nations take that eye from him and put in like a cybernetic implant that controls his mind? I don't know. He doesn't either. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, so no, so Tulsi, as I was saying, my conservative friends that are celebrating, even my independent thinkers that are celebrating over that uh even take that slice out of it take that slice out of like the world economic forum endorsing her uh she's like awful on gun control like at like she wants to have all AR15s i believe registered uh, and like have them i think under the same classification as uh like like a, a fully auto weapons and stuff like what where they know where it is and if they come well, I, I don't think she has explicitly said she is for all, all those measures, but I'm pretty certain I remember her voting for bills that were, like, aimed in that direction.
1: Uh, so you're saying she gives be, like, a wolf in sheep's clothing?
0: She, I really think she could be. Um, and, hey, maybe even, like, you know... Uh, a lot of the times we picture the bad guys. What pick your poison? Whether it's Hillary Clinton or Lindsey Graham or George Soros or even World Economic Forum, we often picture these guys in like a dark cigar smoke filled room, rubbing their fingers together, going like muahaha How are we gonna rip Not them? Not fingers, children. <laughs> Points. <laughs> you do. We're gonna. We're gonna start keeping count of this shit, dude. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> continuing my analysis, if I can. Uh, I really think it's less that, although there might be some of that. <laughs> and I think it's a lot more of like, yeah, like I think I said it on one of the early episodes. One of the most disturbing things about like reading Stalin's diary. I didn't read the whole thing, but I've just read some X scripts is where he's like, he is really sold that he is saving the world that he's going to be thought of as, like, the next Jesus Christ. Like, not the Son of God, but he's like, yeah, I'm killing a million people right now, but it's going to save billions, and it's going to be a much better world, and I just kind of spit on Merce, and I'm sorry about that. I thought we had a little filter here for a reason. Oh, no. I was just scratching, I was just scratching <laughs> my nose. Oh, that's all a ball of my spit, just fly that. Well, yeah! Now I do know, so... I'm honest. Um, But, like, so, no, so, if, if a monster like Stalin can think he's saving the world.
1: He's probably in hell like, oh
0: Man, <laughs> missed it by that much. <laughs> but, um, no, like, I really think these people, I think it is healthier to think of them as driven people who are trying to, quote unquote, save the world in the way they know how. But in the words of my favorite Indian guru, in like a thirty-second clip I've seen on re- on YouTube, they are retarded. <laughs> <laughs> they, they are. They believe the central planning that you can control all the, all the different inputs that surround us at all times that we just trust, in like. Milton Freeman kind of broke this down in the mighty pencil. Like, everything it takes to just make something as simple as a pencil. Like, all the resources it takes. Like, he goes, you know, you, this is back in the 80s, he's giving this talk. He goes, like, this pencil, you know, you, I can buy it for 50 cents. So, you know what a, kind of a miracle that is? He said, let's take, let's just start with the wood. Somebody had to replant, cut down trees to grow this wood to make for this pencil. He said, well, in order for that to happen... They had to buy axes and chainsaws, and they had to buy trucks. And in order to buy those trucks, they had to trust, like, just the trucks. They had to trust that the company that makes the trucks orders all of these different parts from all these different manufacturers, from the nuts to the bolts to the rims to the tires to the transmission lines to the every inch of it, is all going to come together correctly in order to haul the wood for the pencil, in order to haul the axes to the factory or to the store to sell them to Like every... Your trip to the grocery store, like I've heard someone break it down like the average American is entrusting like 15,000 people with their safe trip. That Your car's going to work on the way there. The doors are going to open right. The food's not going to be expired. It's all like... And there's no central planning of hardly any of it. It's just humans just going, shit, I'm trying to make money. Here, I'll do this. (laughs) like, And it just works out. And...
1: The hurricane's a good example of how quickly that breaks.
0: Oh, dude, did you hear about the guy from Texas in Florida? So a man was arrested. Florida man story, but we're borrowing Texas man. uh, Came over here for hurricane relief cleanup. And uh, he's a contract, a licensed contractor from Texas. And insured and everything and brought all this stuff here and was working. And I think he got arrested. And it might've been Fort Myers. Don't quote me on the city for working without a Florida license in that. It was like, dude.
1: That's all just to make money. Yeah. I mean, if he's there, that's a, weird, that's such a weird line, like it's, because on one hand, there are people that come from out of state to rip off people. Absolutely. And, on, but like I said, if he had good intentions and was like just doing, like helping people, I got no problem with that. Now, it's hard to know the uh, full story, but.
0: Now, just because I'm like, a, you know, I don't like state run things and I don't like a state Permission slip to do this. I still believe in standards. I still like, I still, even if you didn't have the state, I think it's like, I think you probably should hire someone who has passed some aptitude test of like, I know what the hell I'm doing or his reputation or something. You should just have to have the option no, you got you got you got ghosts in your pipes. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna fill it with methane and see what that does. But like you pay, get what you pay for, and if you ruin your neighbor's shit doing that, that's on you as well. And if you can't pay, indentured servitude. Um, just saying. Like, like, yeah, <laughs> but nah, kind of a more legitimate one. Uh, but no, what I was saying, like I I really think these people, it's it's much less like. So what I'm saying about Tulsi. I think it's probably she just feels a very certain way about guns and doesn't share our belief about not, not wanting to depend on police to protect myself. I want to depend on myself and don't trust the government to track my guns to do it. Uh, you know, that.
1: Do you really want the Uvalde, people like the Uvalde police, to no, be the ones to come no. save
0: you? Or, or, like, dude, in parts of Detroit where the police just don't show up anymore. Unless you def- unless like you're a legit citizen that defends yourself, then they'll investigate it, and you'll probably go to jail for defending yourself with a gun you were hiding. Uh, how dare you! But I don't know. That's a little anecdotal on my part. From I don't I don't know how many hardcore stats I got to back that up. Like, just just your experience in Detroit. Just, oh, dude, let's not talk about that. Uh, but yeah, I I think it's you know God bless you. If you don't like guns and you want to live in a community without any guns. I am hundred percent in support of you joining and what are the HOAs?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Join the one that doesn't allow guns.
1: $1 says you'll probably have a guardhouse out in front though. Absolutely. And probably.
0: Aided. And Hey, maybe you only want licensed professionals with guns. Like fine. Go join a neighborhood or community that has those rules. I'm all down for that. Don't come to my property and do it. <laughs> That's where my big line gets drawn. Yep. Um, so yeah. Uh, Guys, I think that's all we got for you tonight. It's been a a tired night, but a good night. And uh, I'm pretty sure we're going with Little Ass Frodo for the title. But we'll listen back. We'll find out. Maybe it'll change. Maybe this will be a neat little hidden content thing. Uh, There's a lot. (laughs) There there is a lot. But hey, everybody. Thank you all for listening. You all are making this fun as hell. I appreciate every single one of you all listeners. And, you know, y'all know the usual. Follow us at the Bandit Radio Hour on Twitter, Facebook, and uh, Instagram. And Mer- Merce is good at the Instagram. I hardly get on there. He's the Instagram guy, I'm the Twitter guy. We're both kind of Facebook guys. I just guys. make the memes. He-, he does make some solid memes. Uh, but, uh, yeah, hey, tell a friend, get some more people listening. If you Sounds care. We're
1: like too outside with mosquito planes. It does.
0: Yeah, yeah. We're having aerial acrobatics in the air. Uh, <laughs> they're,
1: they're spraying from after the hurricane, all the floodwaters.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of mosquitoes and no see and some damn thing that's in between both of, I guess, gnats that are just eating me alive.
1: There's just, everything's breeding in all the puddles.
0: Yeah. But Hey, again, everybody. Thank y'all, and uh, tune in. Hopefully next Tuesday we'll have y'all a fresh hour of content of whatever the hell is going on between here and there.
1: It can't get worse, right?
0: Shut up, Merce.